welcome to Movie Maker. Today our guest is one of my favorite actors, and some days I might just say my favorite actor, Gary Oldman. I like that he really disappears into everyone he plays, and it's very tough to find a through line through all of his roles. He's gone from playing Sid Vicious, to Lee Harvey Oswald, to Dracula, to a kind of fake Rastafarian, to Beethoven, to a Russian terrorist, to Hannibal Lecter's nemesis, Mason Berger, to Commissioner Jim Gordon. And that's not even close to a complete list. He finally won an Oscar for playing Winston Churchill in The Darkest Hour, and he has another strong shot at an Oscar with his new film, David Fincher's Make. Oldman plays the brilliant but alcoholic screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz, who made crucial contributions to The Wizard of Oz and countless other films before co-writing what's often considered the greatest film of all time, Citizen Kane. But as you're about to hear, Gary Oldman doesn't think Citizen Kane is the best film ever made, or even the best film ever made by Orson Welles. I don't feel like I know that much about any of my favorite actors, and honestly, I don't want to know too much about any of my favorite actors. Nothing that could ruin my appreciation of them playing Beethoven or Sid Vicious or whoever. Their ability to disappear in roles is what makes them so good, and after the following conversation with Gary Oldman, I find him even harder to pin down, even though we talked in our short time about some fairly important things, and fairly personal things. Maybe he's just very smart and very good. Maybe there's no rosebud. I'm Tim Malloy for Movie Maker, and here's Gary Oldman, star of Mank, now streaming on Netflix. Mr. Oldman, the first of your movies I ever saw was Dracula. The next was True Romance. I'm wondering, was there a time that you were consciously choosing characters who were very different from yourself? And are you now choosing characters who you find more relatable? No, it's just what came in. <laughs> it, 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 it really is um, a phone call from the agent and they say, um, Francis Ford Coppola is doing Dracula um and um we'd like to send you up to napa to audition <laughs> um uh tony scott is making this movie i met him uh he said i'm doing this tarantino movie it's wild man i can't really tell you the plot but um, the character I'm interested in uh, is it, for you. It, he said he's a, a pimp <laughs> who has embraced the uh, culture and thinks he's a pimp he, who thinks he's black. Um, I said, I'm in. <laughs> the, so, so they just, they, they just sort of come in and, and with, with regard to Mank, I've known David for a long time. I've known him as a friend and socially. And so because you have a relationship with someone like that or with a director, you may, you, I, I sort of kind of had written it off. You know, I thought, well, I'm never really probably going to tick that box. Um, he, he, he doesn't see me like that. He just sees me as Gary. Hmm. Um, and uh, so when this came in, again, it, 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 it falls from the sky. Yeah, they've been talking about it. My producing partner, Douglas, had been chatting with David and, or whatever backstage, you know, of course, they'd want, they wanted to bring it to me fully baked. Yeah. But you do get the phone call. One day you're doing something and the phone rings and they say, you know, it's David Fincher. 
it's the golden age of Hollywood. It's Herman Mankiewicz. Um, the script is wonderful. I'm sending it to you. Um, I read it. It's David. Yeah. What was it that you liked about this character? Well, I felt that the challenge that was interesting was that Herman was um, a very, very funny man yeah. and very, very witty. Uh, Wells had said of, of Mank that he was the perfect monument to self-destruction mm. and that he was the greatest company in the world. It could make you laugh, like, you know, tears of laughter. And he said, and if that wit was then turned on you, he said it was great when it was directed at someone else. And even then you would have to laugh in spite of yourself because it was so funny or an observation that he was making. But I thought that the challenge was how a lot of these one-liners that I have in the film could, could come across as really snarky. And how do you make them charming? Mm. You've, got to, you, you've got to be able to give the line enough charm in the delivery to, to make them palatable. Because yeah. um, he could say, he says some pretty, he can say some pretty wicked things. And, um, and, uh, making me laugh when I was reading it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make the audience laugh. And so that was um, a challenge. And David really from the get-go said, I'm not casting for looks or high or I, I'm not interested that you, you don't really look like Herman. Um, and he didn't want any... Uh, any like prosthetics or wigs or any anything like that. And so he wanted me, as he said, I want you to be as naked as you've ever been. <laughs> um, and that plays to my, um, my, my sense of inadequacy <laughs> and insecurity. <laughs> so I had to kind of get over that, you know, it's, not, it's my baggage, it's nothing to do with David, but you know. Do you like being put in an uncomfortable situation? I know you've said that you like to have a prosthetic nose or a scar or something that you can kind of immerse yourself in. It, uh, it's not that I, I think those things are fun. I do like hiding and I like the dressing up aspect of it. I, I, I think that's, that's fun. I don't, it, I don't go out of my way to, I don't get on the phone and say, you know, you've got to get me a prosthetics role. <laughs> I, I, I need to sit five hours in the makeup chair every morning. It, 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 with, with Darkest Hour, you're playing someone who is so iconic and so recognisable that the playing the psychology or, or finding a way to achieve the vocally uh, the, uh, the essence of Churchill. That's one thing. But um, would the audience buy it 
you, you know, he's, he's such a famous figure. I mean, even the silhouette right. is recognizable. And so I, I felt that that, uh, at first, it was a ludicrous idea. And I just laughed it away and just said, you know, I, yeah, you know, a Chamberlain, maybe, <laughs> you know, a Stan Laurel, <laughs> but, um, but not Churchill. So uh, that, that was, um, that was a, a, a real, I, I felt a necessity. When I worked with Ridley in, um, in Hannibal, I had read the book and I did, I, I remember reading how hideous and disfigured that character was. And I called Ridley up and I said, um, if you haven't cast Mason Verger, <laughs> I'm your man. <laughs> you do amazing things with saliva in that role. It's absolutely uncanny. I loved it. You know, in Mink, I, I used to drink. Uh, I quit drinking eight years ago and I could really relate to the... And you too. Um, I, I related to the arc of his alcoholism, the way it's very fun and then it sort of saps his potential and then it becomes sort of a solve for what he feels is his sap potential. And I'm just wondering, I, I would have a hard time doing that role myself as an ex-drinker. Is it painful for you to do that or does it make you more determined in your sobriety? Well, I... Uh... Well, there's that saying, isn't there? I don't know what time you woke up this morning, but you know, you probably got, you may have more sobriety than me today. You know, it, it's, you could look at it that way. Yeah. Um, I've got, I'm coming up to 24 years. Wonderful. So it's a, it, it is a while ago now. Um, it gave me, a de I didn't, it didn't worry me in that respect. I just felt that it sort of gave me a deeper understanding of the role. It, it, it was just something that, um, oh, I happen to have that thing <laughs> that I could use to, to put, put into the park. Now I must say the writing was superb. Yeah. And Jack Fincher, I believe's father was an alcoholic. Mm. So, um, like, there's things about the alcoholic in Mank that you probably wouldn't even that may may maybe you would recognise, and maybe maybe a, 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 a non-alcoholic would 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 not catch. Mm. He's awfully cruel yeah. to Shelley. Yeah when he watches the material yeah. and for me, that's a very alcoholic thing. I agree. I, yeah. You, you're going for the kill. You're going for the joke rather than thinking about uh, how it might affect someone else. Yeah. And that, that someone who's not experienced it may 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 overlook that and that and it doesn't matter it doesn't affect the way you play or the scene or anything but for someone who who may be like yourself you can then bring that to um so i i i kind of felt that it was um it was an advantage uh having a, a recovering alcoholic and also 
there's a heightened quality to it. Um, the drunk scene when uh, when Mank comes in to Saint Simeon, you 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 got to be you're drunk, but you're drunk in 1940 yeah. in a movie that is there's a style to it. You you yeah. you know what I mean? It's not it's not the drunk of um, my name is Joe or it, it's not it's not it's not that kind of it's not that kind of drunk um so there's that fine balance and also David wanted to hear the words um there were a few scenes not just that scene but many scenes where he's either drunk or he's hung over or he's had a couple yeah. And um, occasionally, David, David would 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 uh, shout from the monitor, "Less drunk." <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my last question, and I know we're a little low on time, but what was your relationship to Citizen Kane as a film fan and as an actor? Um, I've seen Citizen Kane in my life three times, and I watched it a fourth time when when this came along. Um, I can admire the, if you put it in the context of when it was made, it is a remarkable piece of cinema. I find it, I found it this last time watching it, um, a little hokey. It, I think it's aged a little for me, but I can still see that cinematically in terms of just the writing and the whole, the, the whole thing of what a remarkable achievement it is. And I am a fan of Wells. So I, I, I my, one of my favorites is uh, Chimes at Midnight. Um, and I'm also, uh, I love A Touch of Evil. Um, so it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be in, in that, if, if, you, if that was one, two, three, it would probably be three in my, top three of, of, of Wells, but it's, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. That was Gary Oldman, star of Mank, directed by David Fincher, my favorite actor today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Please share with someone else. You can post it on a social channel of your choice. You can do whatever you like. You can do whatever you like. I'd also like to highly recommend the podcast, The Industry. You obviously like film history. You have the good taste to listen to a podcast about Gary Oldman talking about Citizen Kane and other Wells films. You would definitely like The Industry. Instead of being about the greatest films ever made in Hollywood, it's about the weirdest decisions ever made in Hollywood. It's made by my friend Dan Delgado. You can find it wherever you're listening to this. It's fantastic. I'm also going to recommend the Low Key Podcast, where Keith Denny, Aaron Lanton, and usually me talk about pop culture. Uh, we're talking a lot lately about WandaVision, for example, but different films that come up every week. Always an interesting deep dive, um, alternately funny, and sometimes very personal conversation. I think if you like this, you would like that. Thank you so much. You can also check us out anytime at moviemaker.com. And of course, come back here where Eric Stoyer is doing the lion's share of the interviews and he is handling them like a lion. 
an iron lion in Zion. No, now I sound like, uh, now I sound like Drexel. I'm going to knock it off. Thanks very much for listening. I'm Tim Malloy from Movie Maker. See you again soon.